0: All right, welcome to barbershop.talk. Yeah, there's our fans. Yeah, they like to hang around us. I do appreciate that. But calm down, calm down, we got a podcast here. Now in barbershop.talk podcast, this is a cop podcast where we talk about issues, issues facing you, issues facing your community, things that are impacting you. Now we identify these topics by listening to you, listen to you in the barbershop. You talked about it in the barbershop on Saturdays, and we are going to discuss it today. Hey, my name is Jay Rod. I am an out the way studio here in Indianapolis, and I'm sitting next to my co-host,
1: KC. Thank you, Jay Rod. It is a pleasure to co-host barbershop.talk. I look forward to presenting topics that we discuss in the shop, as well as the manner in which we discuss them. This would include the gamut from analytical to anecdotal, from critique to humor and fun, all in an attempt to present to the audience, the real flavor of Barbershop Talk. (laughs)
0: That's right. Hey, Casey, Casey. Now, now this is our second podcast, but every time I ask you to to talk to the audience, you get that
1: long speech, man. What's up with that? Well, it's a brand new podcast. We're getting a lot of new listeners and followers, and I just want them to know in the beginning what to expect from this podcast.
0: Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Because you made it clear. Even though we call Barbershop.Talk, we are not talking about how to cut hair, We are just talking about issues, issues that is facing our community. All right. With that being said, we begin
1: today with breaking news.
0: That's right. We always start off with breaking news. And the breaking news today is our president, Trump. And in fact, he, he, he picked up the virus.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was poetic justice. Uh, I mean, It's amazing it didn't happen before now. I think the virus was trying to avoid him because it didn't want to get dirty. But
0: nonetheless,
1: (laughs) (laughs) he did contract. Yeah, you know, what I really want
0: to say to our president, um, first of all, get well soon. Right. Yeah, I I had to put that out there just because anybody get mad at us. But in reality, what I really want to say to him is that,
1: what about that Obamacare? (laughs) (laughs) Restricted to just one person. And then cancel it for everyone else. <laughs> so, that's right.
0: Oh, by the way, Trump, you now have a pre-existing condition. So don't expect me to be very dropped. The insurance company can drop you. So just wanted you to know. So Can they really drop me for
1: not being smart?
0: <laughs> <laughs> if that was the case, they would have did it a long time ago. <laughs> OK, we bashed our present here. Uh, but I, I am kind of disappointed. Uh, but I'm also was expecting expecting for something like that to happen. He just took too many chances, too many risks. Uh, lied to the, uh, in, in my opinion, uh, uh, lied to the uh, U.S. citizens about the uh, the seriousness of the disease and took it lightly, and it caught up with them.
1: Yes, no doubt. And uh, it's also affected uh, several dozen other people directly, and who knows how many indirectly, because of this, uh, this brashness and this callousness.
0: That's a good point, because I, I really didn't appreciate it when I seen him talking about Don't Fear It knowing that over 200,000 people have died and not only impacted those 200,000 people, over 200,000 people in their families, I just thought that was a, a ridiculous uh, statement to say.
1: Very insensitive. Um, Very insensitive. Um, and, and it's not just the 200,000 people that have died, several hundred thousand more that survived it but have long-term complications from this disease and their families.
0: Yeah, it's a serious disease. Hey, but, but I got to ask you this. Did you see when he did that photo op when he was uh, uh trying to breathe? I mean, that guy was
1: yeah, I mean, that guy was trying to breathe. Did you see that? I did. He was like, uh, Bring me some hydrochloroquine and some disinfectant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he probably did.
0: I mean, it was terrible. I mean, he was going, <gasps> like, He just ran a marathon. I mean, <laughs> That's him. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Mr. President, are you okay, Mr. President? Just take the pictures, I'm
1: <laughs>
0: He was breathing hard. I was like, look, you need to follow the uh, directions or instructions from your doctors. What are you doing? It's not necessary. Take care of your health, man.
1: Yeah, I, I really wish him well. Uh, I don't want his demise to come from uh, this disease. I want him to recover fully, um, as I would with any and all people uh i was really disappointed i didn't expect him to really grow from this incident but i was hoping that maybe after having caught this disease and and experiencing it firsthand that it would somehow change his his line of thinking a little bit
0: well i I agree with that is i would have got a lot of respect for the man if he would have came on and said hey um i would like to apologize uh, I was wrong. And now that I have uh, the virus, I realize that it's a serious thing. If he would say anything like that, I think that a lot of people would have, maybe, maybe, maybe not 100%, but maybe forgive him for his behavior.
1: Well, i tell you what he did say. He said, well, since I caught it, I really studied up on it and learned about it for the first time. And wow, that's really something, you know, seven months into this thing. <laughs> yeah, you know <laughs> now, that is
0: funny. <laughs> yeah, a lot of other people are laughing at that as, as well. But anyway, I'm going to go ahead and jump off of this uh, topic, Casey, again, to our president of the United States, Donald Trump. Uh, please get well soon uh, we you. wish you well we do Sincerally. wish you well and any other uh, uh staff members you have that came down with the virus on a serious note we wish all of them well now i'm going to switch gears a little bit because i, I want to talk about how the nfl is handling the virus compared to the nba the method they put in place with the bubble so what else do you have on that casey
1: well obviously the the nba has just done a tremendous job uh with the bubble um It has been a huge success, both in terms of safety for the players and in my opinion, in terms of the entertainment uh, from the games themselves. Um, I know uh, a lot of people want to tune out from the NBA uh, during this excursion because of some of the public stances they're taking, but the the games have been some of the best playoff games I've seen in uh, many years now.
0: I I agree with you. I didn't mean to jump in jump yeah, in there. You got, me, you got me excited, Casey, by <laughs> by, by talking about that. So, uh, but I tell you what, I, the games are entertaining. I do have I do like the thinking out of the box, where they actually put the fans or electronic fans in the stands. I just love it. In fact, sometimes I find myself looking at the fans uh, versus the player. But then, if I really think about that, sometimes that's what I do when I'm looking at a real game so that they made it realistic, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I totally agree that uh, uh, they playing really hard. Uh, I love the idea that uh, no one have came down with the virus. I applaud them for doing that. Just tell me that they did their homework and their prep. And my hat's off
1: to the NBA. Hats off to them. Now, you asked me to compare that to the NFL. Now, the NFL is a different animal. Of much, course it is. Much larger, um, many more players. That's right, 50
0: 53 players on the roster, and then all the coach staff.
1: Right. So not able to put all of them in a bubble, as the way the NBA were. However, I think they did set aside several protocols to try to ensure player safety. Uh, and, And I think they're very proactive in detecting when a player is positive and isolating him from the rest of the team.
0: I don't know, Casey. To me, I can appreciate the fact that they kind of thought this through. I do understand it's a different animal. But to me, their protocols are really uh, reactive. What are we going to do when somebody gets the virus, instead of being proactive, how to prevent it at all?
1: Well, I thought about that initially when when the first person tested positive in the NFL for Tennessee. Mm -hmm. But actually, when I saw what they did, it became uh, apparent to me that they were uh, very prepared. They already had a contingency plan to deal with that already that we just didn't know about. But the fact that on a drop of a dime, they were prepared to have games played on different days, players isolated, you know, a, a wide range of options that they had already considered based on uh, the needs uh, at, at that moment. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 I agree. Hats off to them for that. However, now they got to take another step back. Cause remember when it was increasing the fans coming the stadium. Yeah, they may need to rethink that.
1: Yeah, I am a little skeptical on that. I think that was uh, maybe a little caving in to some public pressure and and maybe political pressure. But yeah,
0: I agree with that. But yeah,
1: I think right now, if you want to make sure that this league continues on throughout uh, the entire season with as few as interruptions as possible, you might want to restrict that.
0: Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I can appreciate the fact that they would like uh, fans to uh, enjoy the game, but. I like the owner of the Saints who didn't allow any fans and he didn't attend the game himself because he said, if the fans can't attend the game, I'm not going to attend the game. And I think it's that I thought that was a good move. Now, also, I can tell you, and I know you experienced experience this as well. A lot of times, if you go, <laughs> a lot of times you have a, a small gathering at your home. I say small because of the uh, pandemic. Uh, and have yourself a couple of beers and a couple of finger food uh, with the big screen TV. It's pretty enjoyable. I think you still can have a good time looking at the game that way.
1: Oh, yeah. And actually, um, it's even more enjoyable because there's better food. There's more variety of beers. The prices are better.
0: Well, let's talk about the (laughs) food. It depends through house you're going over before you can say that. Because I've seen some. I've tasted some of this cooking out here, and it ain't all that good. And I guarantee you, Casey, if they look behind their couch, They're going to find a lot of meatloaf. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot of meatloaf.
1: Meatloaf not a great idea for (laughs) for a football game.
0: That's what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) But for the most part, for the most part, you're right. Better food for the most part. And free beer a lot of times, too. The hosts normally provide that beer. Yes. I like that.
1: Yes. And, And with today's technology, with the televisions and everything, you get just as great a view now, if not better, than actually being at the game.
0: Yeah, oh, you have to worry about that. And then they have the, uh, the sound, the technology when it comes to sound. I mean, it's like you actually at the game. So you are absolutely right. Now, the thing you don't have to worry about if you do that, like if you go to the game in the stadium, there's always some knucklehead want to get up, doing the play to go down to the concession stand. When they're the, uh, they throwing a the bomb, getting ready to catch it to win the game, somebody want to get up and get a hot dog or something like
1: that. Hey, man, I was hungry. J-Rod,
0: <laughs> give me a break. <laughs> I wouldn't want to call him out like that. But, yeah, he was the person who wanted to get a hot dog. Uh, and I still remember that game. That game was when uh, Indianapolis Colts played the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. And we was down.
1: I mean, really down. Oh, the playoff game. Yeah, oh, that playoff man. game. That's right. That was a beat down.
0: Yep, yep,
1: yep, yep. Until maybe midway through the third quarter when the Colts came back to life.
0: See, He remembers exactly when it happened because that was apparently that's when his stomach got hungry for that hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> but that is the game that I'm talking about. Uh, okay, so saying all that, I'm going to jump back over to the uh, the NBA just a bit, okay? Um, because I don't know if we made uh, uh, made mention of this in the last pro- uh, podcast, but I do like the awareness that they're bringing up, the social awareness that they're bringing up with Black Lives Matter. I like that a lot. I like the names on the jerseys. I like that they have Black Lives li- uh, Black Lives Matter on the floor, uh, and they're keeping it on the forefront of society. And I really respect that from the players and also the owners yes. in each organization.
1: Yes. And and I, I, a lot of respect to those owners uh, because, you know, they risk business backlash. Mm-hmm. But yeah. they decided they decided this issue was bigger than that. And so I, I take my hats off to those guys and they are right. It is bigger than that.
0: You're absolutely right. and And that is so true. And that is another difference between the. NFL in the NBA, the NFL now seems to embrace it, but let's not forget yes. that uh, they try to squash the movement, if you will. They try to shift the attention away from the issues that were trying to be displayed. Exile
1: the player who made it, who made us aware of these issues.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know something, I still think. That he is a better quarterback than most of the quarterbacks in the NFL today, I like like Philip
1: Rivers. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna say all. That. I will. I'll <laughs> take him over Philip Rivers in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: know if I can say that. Maybe they are the same. The same. I can reality. say that. <laughs> <laughs> he can. <laughs> he's a hater. <laughs> uh, you know, and watch it because he's a he's a good customer at the barbershop. By
1: Oh yeah, long time customer. No, not out. you. Oh, Rivers. Oh. oh well, yeah. He's a new customer. I have more rank than him. But I tell you what, I know that you cut his hair a couple of times, and he really likes how you tighten him up. And, That's right. Uh, uh, and y'all, y'all two have developed somewhat of a friendship. Yeah, in fact,
0: you know something. I'm mm-hmm. going to give him a call now, see if he's going to talk to us. Now, if he listens to podcasts, I don't know if he's going to answer the phone since you insulted him.
1: Well don't nice. be so sensitive
0: let see there you go again <laughs> oh, okay phil phil i'm going to call you so make sure make sure you pick up the phone
1: phil hey phil this is j-rod
0: oh, <laughs> oh <good boy. laughs>
1: Sorry to hurt your feelings, Phil.
0: See, oh my God! Oh my God! Not only that you hurt the man's feelings, you probably helped me lose a customer. Phil, Phil, he didn't mean it. He didn't
1: mean it. Where else he's gonna go for that hot top fade? He's coming back.
0: <laughs> hey, it, that's that's a good point because he's not gonna get service like I give him. Well, Phil, if that's the case,
1: you need to tighten up your game. <laughs> didn't you say? Didn't you tell me he he didn't leave a tip? No. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't tell him, Phil. I have no idea how you got that information. I did not tell him you did not leave me in <laughs>
0: That's terrible. That's terrible, KC. It's terrible. Oh, my God. Well, at least we talked about that. We're just going to go ahead and uh, do a break at this time. And during our break, we do like to recognize our two sponsor. Our first sponsor is uh, Out The Way Studio. Uh, they are located here in Indianapolis. They have several organizations under their umbrella. However, the one that I like is their custom-made T-shirts and other apparels. Uh, Yes, indeed. In fact, if you want any information from uh, uh, out-the-way custom-made T-shirts and apparel, you can email them at KingCap, and Cap is with a K. It is King, K-I-N-G, Cap, K-A-P, 317, at gmail.com. If you want to give them a call for information or if you'd like to make an order, please feel free to use their email. Now, also, I have to give a shout out to our second sponsor, and that is 421 Barbershop, located in Indianapolis on Michigan Road, where good things happen to your hair. Now, Casey, you've been a longtime client to
1: our barbershop. Yes, I have. Um, Over 30 years. uh, You started cutting my hair when we were in kindergarten. (laughs) That's right. I had a
0: special skill. (laughs) Hey, but I tell you what. If you really want to get hooked up, if you really want something good to happen to your hair, come and visit us at 421 Barbershop. All of the barbers in the barbershop are master barbers and there to serve. All right. We're saying that. You know, I see our time is running short. KC, is there anything else you want to
1: talk about? Well, we talked about the NBA. We talked about the, the NFL. But we haven't talked about Major League Soccer. Soccer? Yeah, okay. We're done with that topic. Uh, anything else you want to talk about?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a very popular sport. It's just not popular here on BarberShop.com. All right. With that being said, we just want to close out our podcast. Again, we'd like to thank our listeners for uh, uh, listening to us. We would not be here if it wasn't for your support. And believe me, we are truly, truly thankful for that. And with that being said, I'm going to pass the baton over to KC to sign off. Thank you for tuning in, and peace out. Peace out.